Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. So this is episode two of why are you still single? Now I'm guessing you're here because you have seen episode one. It's right down there in my, you know, just check the, go scroll down and you'll see it. I'm guessing you're still here because you really enjoyed it maybe, or you're just stumbling on this for the first time. Um, so whatever the case is, whether you, you're just stumbling on it or you really enjoyed it, make sure you just like and subscribe to my channel. All right. <laughs> just like, just, just like, just subscribe. I'm sharing premium content that will change your life for good and I'm, I'm i'm actually serious i've had conversations with a lot of young guys and young girls and i've shared the same thing with them and it has dramatically changed their lives so i know it's going to change your your life okay so please if you're here for the first time welcome <laughs> thank you for joining us you know you're in the best place you should be so welcome episode two of why are you still single so first episode just a quick recap we talked about what it means to be single all right we talked about people who don't seem to attract the right kind of people people who are jumping from one relationship to another relationship or people who just generally don't get asked out you know there are people like that it's been three years no boy has come it's been four years and all the sisters are seeing me as you know their brother <laughs> you know we talked about that so um and we ended up by saying that singleness really just single season is really about discovering yourself um, and it's the most important season of your life you are never going to run away from being single all right so don't hate it you might as well embrace it all right so your marriage is only as good as your singleness your career is only as good as your singleness your purpose in life and your 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 experience in life is only as good as your singleness so your singleness is is a very important season of your life now don't mistake in singleness with being lonely singleness and lonely are not the same thing all right singleness is that season where you find yourself and like i said earlier you know in the past in, in, in the other the first episode that you're going to be single most of your life even when you're married you're still going to be an individual you're still going to be a single person who is now running his race with another whole single person finding purpose and enjoying life and companionship together so the earlier you got a hang on this thing called singleness the better for you your marriage is only as good as your singleness all right your life is only as good as your singleness your value and everything you enjoy is only as good as your singleness i mean said three key things about singleness means it means you are separate unique and whole all right separate unique and whole go back to the previous episode and get all that just so we ended the last episode in talking about becoming more self-aware in your journey of becoming you, of discovering who you are, of becoming the best version of who you are, all right, of enjoying this thing called singleness, there's something very key we need to talk about. And a lot of people lack it. Self-awareness. Oh my goodness. Most times you see people who are not in relationships. This is the number one thing they're lacking. Honey, trust me, it's not just that, oh, you know, it's a spiritual problem. Trust me, it's not that. Okay? Oh, it's that's how we are in my family. No, trust me, that's not what it is. It is chiefly the fact that you are not self-aware. Now, what is self-awareness? I'm gonna give you a textbook definition and then just try to break it down for you. Self-awareness is the ability to recognize that you are separate from others all right remember we talked about that in our definition of what it means to be single so self-awareness is the ability to recognize that you are separate from other people while also assessing your own thoughts your own feelings your own beliefs 
all right it means um you are you can use your senses and your experiences to understand your emotions and how those things you understand can help you make better choices in the future let me just give you layman english what it means it is a conscious knowledge of your own character conscious knowledge of your own feelings a conscious knowledge of your motives and your desires simply speak you understand who you are and why you act the way you do so self-awareness is when you are conscious of yourself now we're not talking about being so self-conscious to a morbid point where you think everybody's thinking about you and you're thinking oh my god i'm so self-conscious i can't be in that space no self-awareness simply means you know what is going on with you it's that simple all right the aim of self-awareness is so that you can objectively evaluate yourself to simply evaluate yourself all right objectively evaluate yourself and manage your emotions all right you evaluate yourself you manage your emotions and lastly you align your behavior to your values I'll say that again the whole aim of self-awareness is for you to be able to objectively evaluate yourself don't be overly critical of yourself you know there are some people who actually don't like themselves they see everything wrong about themselves I'm too short I'm too tall my nose is this my hand is this I am this I'm not smart I'm this I'm that no not critically evaluate yourself but objectively all right evaluate yourself okay that's the first thing there the second thing about that is to manage your emotions oh my god if i can get everyone on this you know watching this to just be able to manage their emotions you would see that we would have better lives better relationships better marriages a lot of people don't even know why they're doing what they're doing they don't understand the emotions all right you see ladies that are crying over guys and you're like why you see guys that are doing crazy things to get a lady's attention crazy things going over the fence doing you know outburst of anger ah, marriage only exposes your singleness it exposes the work you've done on yourself if you haven't been able to manage your anger outbursts while you're single trust me you're not going to manage it <laughs> in marriage love quote and unquote is not what is going to drive away your problems you've not been able to manage your loneliness or your depression by yourself and you want to expect one man or one woman out there to take away all your pains no sir it can't work all right so self-awareness is you being able to manage your emotions and finally align your behavior to your values so what are your values you see we can't start this whole journey this singleness thing without asking ourselves what is my purpose what is my value what are my values you have to ask yourself what is my purpose why am i here what am i here to do for some of us like me it's ministry and i'm going to talk more about my story in this <laughs> you are going to enjoy my story i'm telling you I love to share my story not because my story is the standard but because my story follows the principles of life and you see everybody has has to follow principles you can't you can't boycott principles that's the truth you cut the principles you cut your life all right <laughs> so you, you have to align yourself to your values all right and then finally you have to then understand how people perceive you there are some girls that are such talkatives and so self-obsessed and they just don't know it. 
there are some guys that are so they have no self-awareness they don't know that they are actually giving you know broke boys vibes or sugar daddy vibes there are some guys like that there are some girls like you know you don't know you are giving whole vibes and i'm going to use that word yes you are giving the vibes of you know i'm cheap sleep with me you are giving slutty vibes you are so not self-aware and that's because you don't really stop to think about what you are doing so you see girls coming to me and say how come it is only men that are married that are coming to me why is it that there's only guys that don't want anything serious that are coming to me sweetheart you are giving off some vibe and that vibe is what is attracting people all around you all right some guys are asking, oh, how come all the girls I'm bringing as this and that? It's the vibes you give him. All right, so self-awareness will help you learn these things. All right, it will lend you help understand your actions, your emotions, your feelings, and put it in an objective manner so you can, you know, make better decisions, understand yourself better, understand how people perceive you, and make better decisions, okay? So that's basically two types of self-awareness. And I know I'm going a bit textbook here, but please permit me. I really want you to get this, right? There are two types of self-awareness. And there's the first thing, which is called the personal self-awareness or the private self-awareness, all right? Which is you are looking into your inner state, all right? So you are looking to understand you, okay? And at this point, the major thing you have to do here is to be brutally honest and objective with yourself. I'm going to give you steps on how to become more self-aware, but you have to understand that the first thing and the first part of self-awareness is the private inner self-awareness, where you have to find out who you are and do the work to become who you want to be. It's an internal work. Now, give an example is, I'm going to give a quick example. Um, you're, you're at work, or you're somewhere and um, a guy walks up to you and then you snub him off or you know somebody's talking to you and then you react and you're shouting self-awareness is you coming back and doing the inner work and say okay why did I snub that guy is it because I feel he doesn't have a certain kind of car is it because I feel he doesn't have you know certain amount of money or I feel you know he's not my kind why is he not my kind all right or someone says something to you at work and you bust out screaming you have to do the inner work to ask yourself why am i reacting this way all right or you get into a group of people and immediately you start adjusting yourself you won't start wearing makeup you won't start you know putting yourself together and you're asking yourself why are you doing this because you have to understand that there is a reason why and you have to align your actions your emotions to your values okay to your values so you are Snobbing that guy because you're, you probably have a value set so high that you no, know, only guys with X amount of money and X amount of cars can talk to me. And you have to ask yourself, where am I getting that value from? Is it a good value or is it a bad value? So the first part is what? The private self-awareness. You're going to learn so much, all right? If you're watching and you've been here this long, I know you are learning so much. So just like and just subscribe <laughs> and share this to someone who loves it all right so the second one is what the public self-awareness all right so this pretty much talks about being aware of how we can appear to others all right um 
so that we can become you know socially normal not socially awkward you know we have a lot of people who are introverted people and even extroverted people they are not people who don't have self-awareness your temperament or your personality can be what is killing you it's killing your social life it's killing your dating life it's killing your your singleness you can be an extrovert and because you're not aware you can just jump into a space and you're just screaming hey how far away today and you are you do you're all excited and you're bringing positive energy and you think everybody should like you no some people wouldn't like that so you need to know how people perceive you and then manage yourself so that you can be socially normal for a lot of introverted people you know they get into a space and the first thing they do is just pick up their phone and they're not talking to anybody and they're reading a book and they don't care who is there so far i have my book all right you have to learn how to be self-aware for some people it's it's the fact that you just have very very poor hygiene oh there's so many guys like that you know because you're just a guy and you're just trying to make ends meet and you wear the same shirt every single day for like two weeks and then all you just do is just do poo poo and you put perfume poo, poo, and you expect that body odor perfume sweat everything joins together and you're like i'll be fine no no you won't be fine sir you have body odor you have to know you have to know for some of you and you know guys will always be guys guys sometimes guys don't bath <laughs> You know, guys don't bath. And that's the truth. You know, you just don't bath. You're just so stinky. And then you just go into a space and then you see some fine girls and like, oh, I'm ready to marry. And then you just say, hey. And then at the, the raise of your, every, every, every knee falls, every knee bows, you know. And you think, oh, what's going on? It's your older sir. So you see, self-awareness is so key. So key. For some of us, you know, we've been so battered blue, black by our past, our family, our friends, our exes, that we are so shy, we are so timid, we've lost self-confidence. And we want to project that into the world and tell someone to accept me the way they are, the way I am. Nobody's going to accept you. If you don't deal with those issues, nobody would. I'm sorry you were abused. All right? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. And I'm being genuinely honest. I'm sorry you were abused. I'm sorry that that person took advantage of you, whether you're a girl and you're, or you're a guy. I'm so sorry. But you have to understand something. Don't let an event define the rest of your life. Please. Your parents didn't have money, so you had to do one or two things. Or you had to use your body to make money. Or you were beaten, you know, you were spoken to anyhow. Or, you know, you got involved in something you shouldn't have gotten into. Drugs, homosexuality, those da da da. You have to let those things go because you want to have a better life it's all about singleness and becoming the best version you can be don't let what happened to you define you your past can only come into your future when you bring your past into your today so what people do is that they relieve what happened 12 years ago every single day and they feel bad that it happened oh i wish it didn't happen what you're doing is that you're bringing that past into your present and it's going to definitely go into your future so you have to deal with your past and stop it from coming into your present every single day of your life you need to be able to say you know what i was abused i was raped yes i used to be a drug head yes i used to be a this but no more I'm turning over a new leaf and I'm going to be a new, better person. And I'm going to make conscious decisions and a conscious effort to become a better person. Okay? 
So you have to be self-aware because everything you do, there is a reason why. There is a reason why. Okay? Now, people who are self-aware, it's been proven that they are evidently happier people. They are evidently have better relationships. All right? They have a sense of personal control of their lives. They have a sense of personal social control. They have a higher job satisfaction and they have higher life fulfillment. So you see when I tell you that this singleness thing eh, is not just jumping from one relationship to another and finding one guy or finding one girl that will make you whole. Mm -mm. This singleness thing is a big deal. All right. So I'll just wrap up now on talking about self-awareness. All right. Which is part of the things we need to get into for our singleness phase and season of our lives. And then we'll talk about the next thing called self-development. <laughs> if you can run through these three things, I'm going to tell you, trust me, trust me. Trust me, you will become extremely irresistible. Trust me. All right? Trust me. Like I told you, I'm going to tell you my story. So this will be a bit long. So just bear with me. All right? I'm, I'm sure I'll try not to run too long, but bear with me. All right? Let's keep on going. All right? So why do you need to be self-aware? I've written so many reasons here. But one of the things it does is that it helps you build better relationships. It makes you happier. It takes off stress from your life. It makes you in charge and in control of your life. All right? It makes you make better decisions. All in all, it makes you a better person. Now, I'm going to give you... Think about, have a few points here that will help you become more self-aware, all right? Number one thing is remember that self-awareness is always hinged on your values, all right? Understanding yourself, your emotions based on your values. So the first thing is that you want to clarify your personal values. You want to know who, I, who am I, what are my values, what is my purpose, all right? You want to have that. The most important element of self-awareness is understanding why you do what you do. All right? And that's talking about your values. So you have to go back right now and ask yourself, who am I? What are my values? What do I stand for? I'm a Christian. All right? And as a Christian, all your, Christ your values must be taken directly from the word of God. You must have a value of honor, of love. You must have a value of patience. There are a lot of values, all right? All right? But I'm not going to run through that, okay? All right? You have to make a list of your values and try to categorize them, narrow them down, and check out the ones that are the most important to you what are your values what are your values second thing you want to do is reflect on your values all right and the ones you consistently live by so if you want to say i'm a person of love or i'm a person that um, believes the best of others all right a good place to pick your values from is first corinthians or right, first corinthians the thing that talks about love love is patient love is kind love doesn't envy love is not jealous those are good values all right so you have to write down your values and the next thing you want to do is reflect on the values that you have now are you rude oh my goodness some some ladies are just plain rude some ladies are just plain stubborn and there's nothing beautiful about it. I hear some, some people say, you know, I'm stubborn and I know. I know I'm very stubborn. I'm, listen, there's nothing beautiful about glory in such things. You can become better. All right? You put your values side by side. Am I agreeable? Am I too opinionated? Do I have to listen to the opinions of others and understand that my value or the way I see the world is not the only way the world is? And I can always learn from people. Am I, you know, am I to stock up? Am I not welcoming? You have to look at the values you want and then align them, reflect them with what you are consistent, currently doing now. 
alright? Then you say, okay, I want to put this away. I want to stop lying. I want to stop being this and I want to become more of this. And then every day, you become, you know, one with this. Something I wrote here is you must find scriptures or quotes that resonates with you so that you can keep in your face, alright? Okay? Consider, you know, find scriptures and find quotes that can resonate with your values that can help you stay in that space, okay? So the first thing is what? Clarify your personal values. Number two, seek feedback from others. Very important. You cannot be, <laughs> you know, because you live with human beings, right? You cannot be the only one who sees your life. There are other people who see you. I know this is the toughest thing to do, right? When, when I had to do this, it wasn't easy you know it's not easy sitting down and have someone say i think you're a bit too judgmental i think you're a bit too stuck up and not giving an excuse or becoming defensive and you know flaring up you have to actually sit back and get feedback from other people all right so maybe a trusted friend a family member someone who's always known you all right you have to let them tell you who you are so you can really see you know we talked about self-awareness that is private and the one that is public all right personal and you know the one that is public you want to get what people actually think of you all right so you want to ask them like what's my greatest strength all right you can write this down what's my greatest strength what are the things i can improve on what do you think i need to improve on um when i come into a social situation or a room what feeling do i bring into that room do you feel happy to see me? Do you feel sad to see me? Do you feel like problem has come? What dynamics do I bring into a social situation? All right. Um, what am I best at? All right. What What do you think my strengths are? What do you think my weaknesses are? You know, you're asking these things, but remember that they're just trying to give you feedback so that you can take that and run with. So don't get defensive. All right. Number three about, you know, becoming more self-aware is examine your reactions. And I talked about this earlier on. Examine your reactions. Okay, why are you suddenly getting upset? Okay, what's what's going on with me? Why am I angry? What's 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 going on here? Is there something that always makes me emotional? All right, examine your knee-jerk reactions. Number four, and I love this journal. Keep a journal. Journaling can help you understand yourself better, understand your emotions better. It can help you reflect. Okay, and I'm just going to run, run through this. Another thing I said here, wrote here, is practice mindfulness. And what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is paying attention to what you're doing. All right, be mindful, be present, be in the moment. All right, if you're having a conversation, be there. If you're doing something at work, be there. All right. Other things we can talk about is accepting yourself, gratitude. But all in all, self-awareness is very key for you to be able to have good and healthy relationships right very cute now i'm going to skip to the point where i talk a bit about my story and you know how i started this journey of um you know singleness uh, maximizing my singleness becoming more self-aware and then moving into self-development because next thing we're going to talk about is self-development three very key things in you maximizing your singleness all right so i was just a young girl you know young girl got born again and got into campus and one of the things that happened to for me was that um, when I got born again, it shaped my identity. Being a Christian is actually my core identity. It's who I really am. Um, I thank God that I'm a pastor. I thank God that I'm a medical doctor. I thank God that I'm a wife. I thank God that I'm a mom. But my core identity is found in the fact that I'm a child of God. All right. So when I got into university and I went to one of the popular universities in Nigeria, it's called University of Lagos, Unilag. Unilag was very notorious for clubbing, drinking, 
you know, and you know, first time out of the house, I was in my teenage years, maybe 17, 18, and you know, it was time for me to do all those, you know, clubbing things, <laughs> you know, but because I had found my identity and I had found my, you know, I hadn't found purpose yet, and I'm not going to lie to you, I hadn't found purpose or, you know, um, knew exactly what I wanted to do, but I had found my identity, and I knew that because I was a Christian, I wasn't going to do any of those. I had roommates that clubbed every night. Some of them were the smartest kids in the school. Some of them were the dullest kids in the school, you know, but people were doing it. But I just knew that, no, this is not who I am. So you could see that my singleness was already showing. I'm separate. Everybody can go clubbing. Everybody can go drinking. I'm not going to do it. It's not because of fear of daddy or fear of mommy, but that's not just who I am. So I never found myself in the awkward spaces that a lot of people found themselves in. I wanted to find out more about myself. The second thing I did was, I started to have this sense of purpose. I went into prayer a lot and asked God, God, what would you have me do? And my future was very bleak. For those who've heard my story over and over, I told you that all I wanted to do was just to be a model. <laughs> and then my father added medical doctor on top. It wasn't me, it wasn't my choice, it was my force. You know, but I, as I grew more in God, what happened was that I had this discontent. You know, I had this discontent. I wanted to know more of God. I wanted to find my purpose. At this point, there was a relationship I had, and I'm just to be honest with you, that I had to break up, all right? I, I actually broke up with that relationship because God told me that, don't date that guy. He's not for you. Focus on me. Focus on discovering me, knowing more about me, and discovering yourself. And it was the most painful thing I'd done to that point because that boy was everything that looked like everything back then. It's not everything now, and that's the honest truth, you know? And I had this one year, two years, you know, where it was just me, God, and discovering my purpose. I was very young, but you see, God was leading me little by little, you know? And when I discovered that, I think I might want to go into, you know, ministry. I, I really love God. And there's this put in my heart. And every time I close my eyes back then to pray on the school field and I lift up my hands, you know, some people pray and they see themselves in Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, some of people see themselves business. I only saw myself speaking to crowds and all I was saying was Jesus. So some way, somehow I knew that, okay, maybe, maybe <laughs> I might go into ministry right and so that happened and then from there from there on the next thing that happened was that you know i started to pursue it so everything in my life and i want you to see how being single is really what you need not being in a relationship all right singleness and maximizing it i started to pursue it i was more you know passionate about god everything i wanted to do was either my books or what God was calling me to do, which was ministry. So I got books around that. I got meetings, I went to meetings around that. I made friends around that. My values shaped me. I wasn't looking for friends to make me feel good. I wasn't looking for friends to, you know, help me, you know, do this or do that. My value was, I tell people that when I was in school, they used to call me, me and my friends, women of faith, because we were so focused on God. Many of us knew, or well, for me, I knew that ministry, to God and being in ministry was a core part of me. So everything was tailored. I was already running the track of purpose. I already had value. And I was, I was doing this, I was making my, my life fuller. I had friends, oh, I had wonderful friends in uni. I had a lot of friends, people that we could talk together about things of God, grow together, all right? And one day down the line, you know, I saw something that was in line with what I wanted. 
different things will be advertised but it's because there's something inside of you that is yearning that purpose when he sees something else he calls it and i saw a flyer and it was a flyer for a young man in, in school you know just bear with me you're going to enjoy my story who wanted to throw a program and i was like okay he's a student why does a student want to teach me more about God? And I was so cocky back then. That's the truth. I felt like I knew it all. <laughs> you know, just how many years born again? But I was, you know, my nose was in the air. And then it was a student and it was, you know, my husband now. And, you know, it's like, you know what? He's talking about certain things that I would love to know about. And he's a student like me. And, you know, he's a Christian. So, you know, our values aligned. That's the honest truth. Our values aligned. What attracted me to my husband or what brought me even in the same space with him was the purpose of God for my life. It wasn't anything else. It wasn't my body. It wasn't my hair. It wasn't my nice clothes. Bear in mind that I had all that, all right? But it was purpose. So we got into that meeting and I heard him speak and I'm woof. I was blown. <laughs> I was blown away. I mean, blown, blown, blown away. And then, you know, the next thing is that we got close and then we started talking. Um, at this point, I had gotten another boyfriend, which I shouldn't have gotten into, you know. At that point, I was still getting better my singleness. <laughs> my friends really liked the guy <laughs> and they kind of cajoled me to date him. It was one of the, you know, was a mistake I shouldn't have gone into. You know, but what happened was that every single time I was supposed to go see my boyfriend then, my boyfriend was on the first floor, um, my husband now, who, who was just a mentor to me then, was on the lower floor. And I'll call my boyfriend and be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to come and see you by 12 o'clock, all right? I'll just come to your room. We'll just just take a walk around school. But I'll say, oh, you know what? Let me just branch and greet my pastor, my mentor. And I will go there and we'll spend hours talking. And what were we doing? Talking about our passion for God. He was sharing with me what he had learned in the Bible. I was sharing the same thing with me. We were so passionate. He was super passionate about God. I was super passionate about God. And then I would forget the time. Time would go. And then my boyfriend would have been waiting for me for four hours. <laughs> and then I would say, oh no, I was just with this man. Just listen about Jesus. And listen about, and I was like, no, you like him. And the honest truth is, I actually never had feelings for my husband back then. All right, we're going to talk much, much more. I mean, this month is going to be a blast, guys. We're going to talk about how to make yourself an irresistible woman. We're going to talk about your list, his list, and her list. What really should be on your list. We're going to talk about all that. So this month, you just have to subscribe to this channel. I mean, I got good stuff for you. All right. And then he would just be complaining. I'm like, you like him? I'm like, no. I don't like him but you see there was something that i had with my mentor back then who eventually became my husband and funny thing bear in mind that he, he also had a girlfriend so this was quite a messy situation back then you know it was almost like pastor pastor collect a single girlfriend in local parents <laughs> but you see what drew us together the connection we had what made us so connected to each other was our passion for god he didn't make me passionate for god all right I was already passionate for God. He only encouraged it. So I was always in his space. He was always in my space. We'll take walks, we'll talk. And then eventually one day, you know, love happened. I'll tell you much more about how love happened <laughs> in the next episode. Yes, I know this episode is a bit long, but I'm sure you've enjoyed it. I'm sure it's worth it. All right. So thank you for watching up to this. I'm sure you've learned more about singleness, the importance of singleness, self-awareness. All right, I'm really hoping that I can do like a course on these things so that for those of you who really want to marinate in this thing, you know, we'll do a one-on-one -on -one mentoring course, but we'll do that later. All right, self-awareness, self-awareness. 
and then I've told you my little story about how my purpose was actually what drew me to my husband or drew my husband to me or drew us to each other and it wasn't every other thing that people think it is. Thank you for watching. God bless you. Bye-bye.